Pedrosian set. The leg kick, the delivery. It's off the end of the bat. Poke deep to center field. Will it carry? Trout. And it's off the wall in center field. Altuve scores. Reddick's going to score. They're going to send Gurriel. McCann chugs for third with a triple. Do you believe it? Brian McCann with a three-run triple gives the Astros the lead 7-5. First pitch swinging for Brian McCann. Sends it deep to center field. Trout tried to measure it. It just snuck over his glove and off the wall and carried him straight back toward the infield. And McCann was off to the races. How about that for Brian McCann? Gives the Astros the lead back on a long triple with the bases loaded. Now, another Astros podcast. Big key here is to get ahead of the count. Here's the first pitch. Breaking ball, and that's hit into center field. Marisnik's got it measured. He's on the track, and he makes the catch for the third out of the inning. And that is the ball game. The Angels strand the bases loaded as Pujols Sent it deep to center field, run down by Marisnik, and Giles gets the save. The Astros come back and snatch it away from the Angels, 7-5. Welcome back to Astro Launch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks ahead with the manager, A.J. Hinch, before this three-game series at Tropicana Field against the Texas Rangers. It's just even weird to say that, A.J. Mm-hmm. It, it is. It's. I mean, it. even to talk about baseball right now feels weird and, and almost misplaced, but we have games to play. We'll try to be a little bit of a reprieve as the Astros. We can represent Houston and, and try to bring a smile or two to some faces. But we we play with heavy hearts because of what's going on back home. We, we know we're fortunate to be safe. Uh, we hope everybody else is too. When you manage this team and you have so many more responsibilities, how do you nurture these guys and help them concentrate enough to play a major? Yeah, you know, I, I think you have to treat them like people first and because we are. I mean, we are people. We have families. We have fears. We, we watch our loved ones. Um, you know, the pictures are real. The, the flooding is real. And you just, to me, I think we have to, to keep it all in perspective and be humans first. I think the baseball stuff takes care of itself. We will go out and get a little bit of a break ourselves and play the game. And, and you know, we're professionals. We know how to separate and, and get to the game. And the three hours of, of competing uh, will be just that. But um, I think you have to let people be, be themselves. You have some, some are going to be able to handle it better than others. We've got a pretty good pulse of this team, and, and, and we'll be together. It should be a good series here with the Texas Rangers. Albeit it's going to be strange, but, you know, these are American League West Rival, uh, these games should mean something. Mm-hmm. Looks like there's a little stirring up going on, <laughs> you know, with even more of a rivalry. So, how do you get the team ready to face this team? It's yeah, team. Well, I don't know that we play a series against the Rangers that doesn't have some sort of asterisk by it, saying there's emotion, or that now we get to add. Yeah, we get to add something different on Twitter. But I, um, I do know both teams have great concern for what's going on in Houston. There's a lot of. Um, there's a lot of care and concern. I think when you get to the competition, boys will be boys, and we'll compete the way we do. And and it is a series that we need to win, and we need to continue our winning ways. And um, you know, we're, if we're going to play, and we might as well win. Okay, you're starting off with Springer tonight. Uh, obvious choice for him to to have that threat. Bregman's batting second. He's on fire right now. He is. He's been one of our most consistent hitters. You know, even with Altuve and, and the return of Springer and. Uh, Marvin Gonzalez had an excellent season, but Bregman in the last month has carried us. And, you know, and in lineups, you always talk about different times of the year you're going to need different ty- different type guys to step up. Altuve seems to do it all the time, like 162 games. But um, other guys need to step up when the rest of the of the of the lineup may be in a lull. And with Correa down, with Springer when he was down, Evan Gaddis went down. Um, guy like Bregman stepped up and has has been one of the more productive hitters just to keep us 
you know, at, at, at the level we're at. We haven't played well, but he's played exceptionally well. Is it because he's just so tough-minded? It doesn't look like he gets away any of that. Yeah, well, he doesn't consider himself a young player. He, he, he you know, he believes in himself. He believes in his approach. He, he does study. His swing path has gotten a little bit better. His pitch selection has gotten a little bit better. I think we're watching a player grow and mature at the major league level, and that, that, that's always nice to see. But the, the one guy, and this is not meant as a knock, the one guy that believes in Bregman is Bregman. Yeah. Guriel hitting cleanup and Beltron batting sixth in the lineup today. A couple of older players. How do you coach them mm-hmm. and help keep them fresh? You know, we, it's, it is interesting. We've got some off days that have, that have been uh, good for us and well-timed where we haven't had a stretch of a bunch of games in a row without giving them some rest. I've given Beltron more day games off. Yuli, you know, just when I think he's not going to swing the bat well and I'm looking at getting a day off for him, he'll drop a three-hit game on me, yeah. and, then, and then he looks fresh again. We had the day off yesterday, so... Um, we'll, we'll play him, especially now. I may sit some of those guys when the rosters expand in September, uh, at least early on, to give them a blow, especially if we play all six games here at the Trop. I, I might not want them all on the turf, but um, I've, got to, I've got to treat them like individuals and in, in, in what their rest needs because they're all different. Last thing, Mike Fires with a good game. His last game looked like his old self. What do you expect from him tonight? You know, I expect him to continue on with his, with his command. I think the key for him is always going to be his fastball command. He's got to get these hitters in swing mode. Uh, the Rangers can do some damage if they are in swing mode, but they can also chase. They'll chase that secondary pitch if you get strike one with that fastball. Awesome stuff. A.J. Hinch, good luck this, Thank you. this series. And welcome to Astros Baseball at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida. The Astros will take on the Texas Rangers for three games, actually hosting the Rangers. So the Astros, the home team, the Astros took two out of three over the weekend in Anaheim. A big three-run triple by Brian McCann sealed the deal for the Astros in the eighth inning. Meanwhile, the A's swept the Rangers in Oakland, pushing Texas two games below 500. now. The Astros are 79 and 51, 13 games ahead of the Angels. Texas comes in 15 games back and in fourth place in the American League West. I'm Steve Sparks, obviously trying circumstances back home. Our hearts are heavy, and just know we're thinking and praying for everyone. My partner Robert Ford is resting easy after having his appendix removed this weekend. So Jeff Blum is helping me out. He'll join me in the fourth and the seventh inning during the broadcast and obviously here during Astro Lunch. Tonight's pitching matchup is brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And Blummer Mike Fires, who pitched so well against the Nationals, comes in to try to repeat that performance. He will. And it was kind of interesting to watch him go out there and work against the Washington Nationals. Obviously a very good offensive team. They like to launch the ball out of the ballpark. And the surprising thing, and one of the keys to Mike Fires' success, is keeping that ball in the ballpark. Mm. And in pitching at Minute Maid Park, obviously the play, the it can give up a bomb every once in a while, yeah. especially if Fires is on the mound. But he just did a great job of keeping the ball down. We know the ground balls were up for him a little bit, but the off-speed pitches were fantastic. It's all or nothing for Mike Fires as far yeah. as the long ball. So what's the key to keeping the ball in the ballpark? We hear A.J. talk about it a lot, and obviously you're going to know a little bit more about it. I liked it when pitchers were unable to locate early in counts and they were forced to throw the fastball in fastball counts. So for Fires to dictate the counts. There you go. If you take the guessing away from the hitter, and allow him to sit on one pitch, it usually favors the hitter a little bit. And if he's not locating that fastball and missing out of the zone, sometimes they miss in the middle of the zone when you're trying to throw a strike, and that benefits the hitter. But if he has that fastball going, he's able to elevate and work that top part of the zone, much like Colin McHugh, and then snap that 12-6 breaking ball off, it could be a good night for him. Left-hander Martin Perez going for the Texas Rangers tonight. A lefty who has all the makings of, of a number two, possibly starter, 
It hasn't lived up to probably the billing as far as the Rangers are concerned. But he keeps the ball in the ballpark, a lot of ground balls. He does have a lot of ground balls. Two-seam fastball running away from right-handed hitters. He's obviously going to hit or face a predominantly right-handed lineup that A.J. has put out there today. So it's going to be a lot of sinker and change-up. Uh, we know that he those are his first two main pitches. He will go to the curveball, the slider occasionally. But the fastball, he's given up 15 home runs on that fastball. So that tells me if the Astros are able to lay off the changeup out of the zone, it'll force that fastball back in the zone and maybe give him an opportunity to hit the home run. How hard is it to lay off a changeup when it looks just like the fastball? It's extremely hard, and a lot of it is based on arm action, release point. If that guy's arm, like Dallas Keuchel, is flying through the zone, you often, as a hitter, react to the arm speed as opposed to the pitch speed. Yeah. So it's tough. If the Astro hitters can figure out a way to focus on the baseball and lay off that changeup falling off the outside corner, mm-hmm. it'll definitely benefit them. And tonight's keys to the game are brought to you by your greater Houston Honda dealers, George Springer, who since coming off the DL, not quite himself, but we're starting to see signs, Jeff. Yeah, we are. I think, uh, you know, he was unable to have that situation where he had the rehab starts down in the minor leagues to really get that timing nailed down before he came back here to the big leagues because we've actually seen his his rehab here in the big leagues. We've seen it with the, the amount of time he plays. We're seeing it with the timing that he had. So difficult. It, it's unbelievable. And could you imagine a worse place? I'm not a worse, but I mean a tougher place to try and get your swing back than at the it's big major league, league level? pitchers. Because those guys are pitching to the 29 home runs yeah. and, you know, the, the power and all that kind of stuff. So he's actually trying to become George Springer while everybody else is trying to pitch to George Springer. So I'm seeing, I'm with you in the sense that he's coming back a little bit. He's letting the ball travel, which is big for me. If he, As soon as a hitter, if you try to go get the baseball, that's where problems are created. What does it mean when a hitter's caught in between? The way I feel it means is when the foot is down and the hands are not in a, a good firing position. For the fastball? For the fastball. If you're not geared up and dialed up with that foot down and your hands in a position where you're ready to launch from, you're going to have issues because I truly feel when guys are locked in, you'll see it with Jose Altuve, even George Springer for me, in the sense that if he gets his foot down and his hands are in a, in a good spot, it doesn't matter what's coming up there because if he's ready to fire from that point, he can adjust to off-speed or fastball. So quick after that, right? That's the beauty of it, and that's yep. part of the problem, too, is having faith. They know they're fast, but still as a big league hitter, a little bit of panic sets yep. in and you start to lose faith in your hands. Welcome back to Astro Launch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks, head of this three-game series with the Texas Rangers at Tropicana Field, and uh, I'm with J.D. Davis, the starting third baseman for the Astros today. J.D., what's it been like, this uh, little uncertainty, uh, you guys making these travel plans, changing? Uh, I would imagine for a lot of people, it's just thinking about people back home. Yeah, you know, it, it is it is hard, but you got to put it in perspective that, you know what, we are p- playing a game. You know, it's just baseball and, you know, people are losing their homes. Some people have lost their lives, and, you know, it's kind of – um, puts in perspective, you know, we wish, honestly, we can, you know, get this game over with, maybe knock out a doubleheader and head back and, you know, spend a day or, or and then our off day or whatever case may be uh, back in Houston to help the people. I know some of the guys are talking about that, but I don't know if that will happen. But, you know, um, we wish the best for, you know, the people. And, uh, you know, we're really praying for them and praying for all the uh, rescue survivors and officers that are participating in the rescues right now. J.D., we're, we're like a lot of people around just watching the images on TV, and it's just devastating. How hard is it to concentrate once the uh, first pitch is thrown? Um, it's heartbreaking, man. It is, but, um, you know, uh, it's you, you think about it when you're on the bench or, you know, in between pitches or, or whatnot. So, you know, it's hard to focus in, um, especially what's going on back in Houston, um, you know. But 
Um, it, it, I can only say it, it's, 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 it's hard, you know? So you wake up, you see more images, you see more, you know, flooding, you see more in the water rising and, you know, it's, it's just kind of hard to put it in perspective that, yeah, that, that you, you know, I was just driving on the streets there about a week ago yeah. or, you know, a couple of days ago. So, um, it, it, it's pretty hard and it's hard to, hard pill to swallow. Just puts things in perspective, uh, what you do for a living, obviously it's your living, but. Uh, at this point, and it's almost like when I was playing JD, uh, it's almost like 9-11 in 2001 when we came back to play eight days after the, the catastrophe, there was a sense of responsibility to maybe give people a, a bit of a diversion uh, away from the, their troubles right now. Yeah, and so, you know, some of the guys were talking about that too. Uh, the way, you know, I, we all talked about, you know, the, the Katrina thing with the Saints, but it happened at different times in 05 and 09. Um, but, you know, the way Katrina kind of, or people, I guess you would say, after a couple of years of, you know, cleaning up everything, the Saints kind of did the same thing of, you know, helping out the people and, you know, really being a distraction towards reality of where, what has happened to, you know, uh, their tragedy so you know we wish we can you know we're or at least you know take the minds off the people that are suffering back there it's just you know play this game you know be a distraction for them you know get a win and play for them and uh hopefully you know whatever case may be if this is you know this is a 12 game road trip or a 20 game we just wish we can go back there and you know help out or whatnot so how encouraging is it for you to watch people respond and and help their neighbors Oh, it's unbelievable. You know, you know, the world we live in today, you know, what happened in Charlottesville, you know, less than a month ago. And then now, you know, when people are in need, it's so great. It's so gratifying to see that human beings, you know, are coming together and helping each other out regardless of the circumstances. And, you know, um, and, you know, just obviously, you know, J.J. Watt, what he's doing, you know, he's raising, he's, I think he's close to 1.5 million. And so, you know, the money's flowing in, the support is flowing in. It's just, you know, it's just a matter of the water. You know, it's keep, it's gonna keep raining, it's gonna keep flooding. So it's, all you can do is sit back and, you know, try your, or at least for us, sit back and pray and, you know, keep in contact with family members or at least, you know, people you know back there and hopefully they'll be all right. There you go, that's J.D. Davis. J.D., thanks for your time, good luck tonight. Thank you, Steve. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.